Welcome to the Real Talk with Real Fit Pros podcast, where fitness professionals learn to get what they're worth. With over 30 years of combined experience in the fitness industry, Jonathan Loudermilk and Mark the Fitness Ninja Zolmanoff share their expertise in helping fit pros work smarter, earn more, and design a business that they love. Learn about effective social media strategies, organic marketing, client acquisition and retention, and whatever other shenanigans John and Mark bring to the table. So without further ado, please enjoy this episode of Real Talk with Real Fit Pros. What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Mark Zamanoff here, your favorite friendly neighborhood fitness ninja with your episode of Real Talk with Real Fit Pros. Got my boy, Jonathan Laddermilk at my side. How you doing, homie? Doing fantastic, baby. How you doing? I'm fabulous. So this is great. This is uh, recording number two for this podcast because <laughs> uh, we got technical difficulties. Freaking AT&T just uh, it pulled, a, pulled a Joe Biden on me, just slipped up. <laughs> and, uh, I'm going to keep coming with the Joe Biden joke. So y'all just, y'all just be prepared. We got another four years of this shit. So <laughs> <laughs> they're going to keep coming. Uh, but anyway, uh, before we get started, make sure you go subscribe and like this thing and review it. And like, for real, we want your honest reviews on this because we want to give the people what they want. And the more feedback we get from you guys, the better we can get. So if there's topics you want to see covered, if there's guests you'd like to see us have on, please let us know. And we will do our best to accommodate those things. And today we're going to talk about some sales so John, it, you can't see John right now, but he's like doing the whole finger gun thing. Let's go. <laughs> you had me at sales. Giddy up, giddy up, baby. Uh, but you got a little, you got a little story for the folks, don't you, sir? I do, I do. So, so we're going to be talking about the old school mindset with sales, but the new way of doing things. And what a better way to kick it off than some old school stories. Yeah. So campfire kids. <laughs> so go back in time with me. This is back when I was in my early fitness manager days. And, you know, I was working for a very large globo gym type of company, you know, 23 locations, $52 million a year company. So, you know, I got to meet a lot of interesting characters to say um, throughout my time there. And one of the most interesting people I ever met, his name was Mike. And I want, I need to explain to you a little bit about Mike so you can visualize this as I'm telling you these two little mini stories about Mike um, that have left an impression on me um, that's kind of helped mold me who I am today in, in, the, in the good areas and in things to avoid through this story I'm going to share with you. So, so Mike was someone that wasn't from the fitness industry. He was just a straight up type A, I'm going to go sell you some shit kind of guy, right? I think he came from some other industry. Who knows? I'm pretty sure Mike had a drug problem. I'm not pretty sure. I'm like 100% certain <laughs> that he did, which unfortunately, something that happens a lot in the sales community, but it was part of what made Mike great, but also was ultimately his downfall. So <laughs> I'll never forget one of the locations I worked with Mike at was at a mall gym. I've talked about this in a couple of our episodes. You can go back and check those out and hear more of those mall gym stories. Um, but Mike had a guest and he's sitting at the sales desk. He's talking to this prospect. I'm circling the pit um, as I always did because I could smell the blood in the water. 
I knew there was opportunity, so I made sure I was available in case Mike needed my dire assistance to help facilitate some personal training sales. Anyway, Mike's talking to this guy, and he's going through the initial questions. What brought you in? What are you looking for? You know, what type of gym amenities? What are your goals? All that fun stuff. And he gets done with that, and the prospect goes, cool, can I see the gym? Mike looks him square in the eye and goes, you don't want to do that. Prospect's like, what? <laughs> Why wouldn't I? He goes, well, you don't want to see the gym for two reasons. One, it's got there's tons of shit here. It's no different anywhere else you go. But the other thing is our tours actually cost extra. It's about $15 a tour. Why don't we go ahead and just save you that and go ahead and apply that towards your membership today and what we're doing? And I shit you not, Mark. The guy was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? You can't. Did you just say that? I was like, all right, now I'm just I'm just ear hustling this right now. So as he goes through, goes over to membership options, he's freehand writing on the paper like the old school days. And it looks like a child with a crayon. Just <laughs> and he's going over the two-year membership, the one year and the month, the month. He goes over obviously the pricing for the two-year, the one year, and the month, the month. But then he starts going into this tangent about how, let me give you some advice from someone in their 40s who's been through some things in his life. You don't want to do the one year or the two year. That's like getting married. And trust me, take it from a guy who's been divorced three times and only, and had half his shit taken and only gets to see his kids every other fucking weekend. You want to go month to month. <laughs> God. And the, and the prospects just die laughing. So he starts going into like the month to month and there's an enrollment fee of $99 versus no enrollment for the two year. And he's like, look, here's the way to look at your, your $99 enrollment fee. Look at that as your prenup. This is how you make sure you don't end up divorced three times, losing half your shit, you're losing your hair. And you only get to see your kids every other weekend. You don't want that life, do you? And they're like, no. It's like, that's why you're paying the $99 enrollment fee Sound fair enough? And the guy was like, great, let's do it. Mike pushes the rolly chair like 20 feet back and straight up box jumps on top of the tent and starts peacocking in front of him. And I'll never forget. I was just dying laughing. Everyone was laughing. Prospect's like, what the fuck is going on? And Mike ends up grabbing his credit card straight from his hand, walks to the front desk, swipes that shit. Comes back with the agreement, starts filling it out. It was the craziest thing I've ever seen. I've never seen a membership sold like that. It was uh, it was so bad. It was fascinating. It was amazing to watch. That's a, a train wreck and a half right there. <laughs> it was. So that, that's number one. And that's just membership. Now we're going to get in with Mike Sold Training, which Mike sold a lot of training, by the way. So this was a weekend. I was out for the weekend. And Mike had sold what was called an ultimate. It was 25 sessions. It was 1000 bucks. So as a fitness manager, I was like, hell yeah, 1000 bucks, 25 sessions. I can feed one of my trainers. Cool. Awesome. Well, as I'm doing my walk around in the club, I noticed there's some things missing. <laughs> I look over. I'm like, man, we're, we're missing a BOSU. I could have swore we had like six of them shits. Now we have five. Now I walk around a little bit more and there's a big gaping open area where in the cardio section. I'm like, we missing a treadmill? <laughs> Lo and behold, Mike sold that 25 sessions, but he also gave away a bow suit and a treadmill for free 99 <laughs> for, that, for that member to do that. 
And apparently Mike had given such great customer service. He helped the guy bring his truck around back <laughs> and helped him, <laughs> helped him load up the treadmill for that 25 uh, sessions for his 10% commission of like $100. So Mike, Mike worked his ass off for $100. The company won't too happy about that. And the, lo and behold, if you're not picking up on the trend, Mike was someone they had to move around every three months because that's what they figured out before he would piss off everyone that he sold. So they just moved him around as like a sales nomad between all these different clubs. So we all got a turn or a season of, of Mike. <laughs> he came in and, and my season with Mike was definitely something that I learned some positive stuff with what he was able to do with influencing people and how he made them feel. But also learned what a lot of not to do in terms of business practices and you know things that ultimately led to uh, Mike no longer being allowed to be in the company. <laughs> it really makes you wonder, like, what was going through his head that he thought, you know, I'll just give him a treadmill. I know. And, and it, at no point in time, well, I mean, besides cocaine. <laughs> at no point. In that, in that whole story arc, should any of that been like, oh, this looks like a good idea. Hey, pull your truck around. And then you help him out with it. Like nothing, nothing triggered in his head that went, hey, we probably shouldn't do this. All I'm going to say is cocaine's a hell of a drug. <laughs> cocaine's a hell of a drug. A hell of a drug. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think the, the one big lesson, the one positive. <laughs> we can, I, there's something positive in anything. If you absolutely. Is energy. And you get somebody like that that's excited. They're amped up. You know, they're they're taking you from a five to a nine and that creates that creates motion. And, you know, you see it go both ways. Like if you if you've been in the fitness game for a long time, you've probably had a consult where somebody cried because they got, a, you know, they got emotional about how out of shape and overweight and all those things are. Mike just went the other way. He, just, <laughs> he amped you up so much that you were like, yeah, whatever. Here's my credit card. Charge it up. I get a treadmill. Sweet. I'll, you know, just like. <laughs> amped it 10 times the uh the sales process where you didn't even care what it was at that point you were so excited because he was excited and that created that created motion on the on the client's behalf it's crazy yeah so i think um you know with the old school stuff you know there's a certain level of just that personal connection and transference of energy that as we entered a new school like there's only some of that that's going to translate into social media Right. There's going to be a certain extent you can do that, but there's nothing that's going to be a good old fashioned like let's get on Zoom and let me talk to you or let me get on the phone or let's meet in person. And because when you can transfer that energy, something you always say, Mark, is emotion creates motion, whatever direction you're using that is just a super powerful tool. Now, going into the new school, though, a lot of people have had their experience of a mic in their life. Right. Absolutely. So that's where all the skepticism comes in. Well, how do I know you're different? How can I trust you? And, you know, and that's where the, the mindset has to go to, which is just what the market's looking for now is they're not looking for salespeople. They're looking for experts because people love to buy, but they hate being sold. It feels, it feels awful. It's like a one night stand where it's just like, man, I, got, I feel like I got roofied last night. I'm all sore everywhere. It's <laughs> awful. Like what happened last night? Um, it's just terrible experience when you do those one night stand type of like sales processes and tactics versus you come in as a consultant or what I like to think of it as, as you're the doctor of fitness and you're simply prescribing that person 
here's what I'm going to recommend for you based on everything you shared with me and based on what you said your challenges were so that we can get you to that goal. And, and what that mindset does is it takes that thought process that coaches have of, I don't want to be salesy. Like every, every fitness trainer in the world at some point in their life has said, well, I don't want to, I don't want to be a salesperson. I just want to help people. I got into this to help. Yeah. I got into this just to help people. Look, I'm going to say some real shit. This is where you're either going to fall in love with me or you're going to hate me, but don't shoot the messenger. I'm just being real with you. If you've ever said that, it's because you're fucking scared. You're scared of being rejected. You're scared of being told no, because if you get told no to this, and that means that maybe this isn't what I'm supposed to do. And this isn't what I'm supposed to do. Then what am I supposed to do? I don't know my purpose. Oh, my God. And you start <laughs> freaking the fuck out. But that's what actually was going on. But there's yeah. nothing wrong with asking for what you're worth and, and, and asking for the sale, because as you've alluded to, Mark, like everything we do is sales. We're selling our spouses, we're selling our kids, we're selling our friends, we're selling ourselves on what we're doing. And all sales is, is is transferring my belief into you into a certain idea. The idea here is you can become healthy and fit, whatever that means to you, through investing in this process. And I'm going to help you make sure that you make a good choice. And that's where when we actually prescribe them, we're not prescribing them based on what we want to sell. Mike was selling ultimates because that's where he made the most money. So he didn't give a shit about anything else. He didn't even bring up three sessions or six or 12 or any of that because he didn't make enough money for that. So everything he did was pushing those per- people into that, which all resulted in them going, this sucks. Mike lied to me, which was a nightmare when I got him. I'm like, what did Mike tell you? Mike Mike told me you're going to give me a six pack in four weeks. This is going to be great. I'm like, fuck, man, we got to lose like 50 pounds. Like that's not accurate at all. But when we prescribe them up front and we do worst case and we make it about them and then let them make the decision to commit at whatever level, not only are you going to get more sales because people are going to go, that makes sense, but they're going to become an actual better client for you, which is the real goal. This isn't advice for like, I just want to sell shit. Look, you don't need to listen to me and Mark. Just go do it. Mike didn't go lie to people and go give away shit. Eventually, you'll reach that threshold of where someone says yes. If you actually want to sell clients that actually want to fucking stay with you and do the work so you don't have to keep looking for new ones, do it ethically and lay out that path of what it's going to look like moving forward. And then it goes over service the shit out of it so they can become a ranting, raving fan. Yeah, you know, you have to remember as fitness professionals, the the initial sales process is just the beginning of our relationship with a client. Like we don't hand them a physical product and they leave and we never see them again. We're going to see them tomorrow and the next day and the next day and the next day, hopefully in the next month and the next year. And, you know, I built my business off of recurring clientele. I got my, my boy Dale this July will be 13 years that he's been coaching with me. And if I would have started the relationship by basically, you know, coercing him into signing up with me with whatever the hell program I was trying to sell him into, I wouldn't be coaching him right now. But because I went in with the mindset of this man's coming to me with a problem that he has and he's trusting me to provide a solution for it. And I'm going to show him how I can help him get there. Then it started off the right way. And he was happy to invest, not spend. He was happy to invest his money in my services. And here we are. And I think when you take the approach of I'm a problem solver, which is all sales really is, is just solving the problem 
that somebody's coming to you with, then you don't have to feel salesy. And whenever you present the price, it feels good because you know that you're providing value for someone. And that's the, you know, that's that one piece where you see a lot. And, and I, again, John, I know you've seen a thousand times, like everything's good up until it's time to ask for the money. Right. But, you know, so my, my wife, I've talked about this before. She's a coach for hairdressers and um, she's always encouraging her hairstylist to increase their rates because they only have so much time. You know, they're trading time for money again, like a lot of you coaches are. So at some point we have to elevate what we do. So the service has to match, but we also have to be willing to ask for that sale. And so many people get scared of it. Yet when you go to a restaurant, you don't haggle the price on the steak. You just buy a damn steak. And every woman I know goes and spends money on their hair and nails and Botox and all the other things. And they don't ask what the price is. They just pay it. So why are we so afraid to ask for the price of what we're worth, especially in this industry when we can literally change somebody's life? You know, you can help them get off a of medication. You can help them live a happier, healthier life. You can help them feel confident and attractive and play with their grandkids. All the like true meaningful things. And not that other people's stuff isn't meaningful, but the impact that we have on people's lives when they're willing to do what we're asking them to do is worth for most of us, probably 10 times what we charge. Yeah. So, so it's, it, it's the fear of rejection and the fear of not delivering, you know? And I think a lot of times when we think of like, okay, can I deliver? I think you're overcomplicating it because yeah. it doesn't, it's, it ain't rocket science to get someone moving in the right direction. I'll tell you what, if I, if I could talk to Joe Biden, I'd pitch him on being his trainer and help him with fall prevention. You know what I'm saying? I'd be like, dude, guys, your age, man, that's like the number one killer, you guys. That's like, you know, once you hit that age, you know, that's like 66% of y'all end up going over the the to the farm to say, because y'all fall down. Let me help you with that. You don't need life alert, you need me. <laughs> they said that, you know, Trump had that Diet Coke button on his on his desk. Yeah, like, you know, you just call life, him and show up. No, you could show up and just say make good choices. You know what I'm saying? That'd be worth some money. That's a that's a business idea. By the way, that's trademarked by Fit Pro Collective. <laughs> you bring that up, you get you owe us a dollar. That's how that works. But when you get down to it, you're all you're really doing is helping this person live a healthier life, and you're walking them through that process and if you come from the place of I'm going to prescribe you whether you hire me or not, it puts you in a place of authority and it lets you rest easy going, cool. If you want to lose 50 pounds, one to two pounds a week, that's about eight months worst case. Whether you hire me or not, it's math. Eat less yeah. than what you burn. So when you come from that position, you can take that limiting belief and emotion out of it. And you're just simply consulting them. If you've done a good enough job, by getting them to like you a little bit and know you and trust you, they're going to want to go with you, knucklehead. <laughs> oh, thanks for the information. I'm going to go through this process all over again with someone else that I don't know, like, and trust. Thanks. Yeah. No one's going to do that. They're going to go, okay, cool. What can I, what do I pay you? <laughs> oh, great question. That, <laughs> yeah. That prescription based selling is so great because like you said, it's just, you're just, telling facts at that point. Like you're not, you're, there's no magic. You're not telling them what you can do better than everyone else. You're just telling them, look, this is realistically how we get there. And, and I love what you said about whether you work with me or not, it's still going to take you this long. Yeah. So to me, that builds trust because you're not talking someone into doing anything. 
you're telling them you have a goal and here's what I know as a professional that it's going to take for you to get that goal. Yep. And what they will do is because they're like, man, I trust you. I like you. I want to work with you. You're like, that's a great answer. Well, let me show you the options. And now you're going through, okay, do you want to do eight months? Do you want to do four? Do you want to just get started? Like, I don't care which one you want to do. It's not about me because I know the end goal. Once you start with me, I'm going to keep you because I know what I, I what I'm going to deliver on what I've promised you so far, which is why we do worst case on what we prescribe people moving forward. And one of the best things you can have someone ask you, go, what do you think I should buy? I used to love that, man. <laughs> I, I'd look them square down, but which one do you think I want you to buy? They're like the big one. I'm like, fucking of course. But I'll even throw in a treadmill for you. <laughs> yeah. You know, Mark will train you for free for three months. It'd be great. <laughs> you know, but when you get to that point, it's because they trust you and go, look, it's not about me, though. What do you feel like you would want or need to be successful out of everything I've shown you today? Some people just need the plan. They're like, dude, I'm motivated as shit. Mark, you have clients like that. They're like, dude, just point me in direction and, and get out of my way. Cool. You've got other people that are like, hey, man, I won't do anything unless, like, I know you're, like, waiting for me <laughs> to do it. Yep. And, you know, there's more money involved with that, but they need that. But they, they made the choice. It wasn't like you pushed them into it. They made a choice. So they do the work and they love the experience. They love the results. And that's why you get stories like clients for 13 years. And, and when it's their choice, there's no buyer's remorse. They don't nope. go home thinking, oh, shit, I got sold. Man, I made a bad decision. They go home confident and happy and excited to get it started instead of like, oh, shit, what did I just do? Like that's the last thing you want in the beginning of a relationship that's a daily or, you know, weekly interaction with people is for them to feel like shit from the beginning. Yeah, <laughs> man. It's just, dude, do it worst case. When you do it worst case, rarely is it that. And let them know, here's what you're going to have to do. Because I promise you this, no fit pro wants to sell a $5,000 program and have the client be a complete jackass to work with, or they don't do the fucking work. Trust me. There's And if you are doing that, there's better industries to do that in where you don't have to fucking talk to them yet. And you just sell them shit and move the fuck on. But right. if you get in fitness, you get in it because you actually want to help people. That's my my true belief about this, this industry. It's why I've gotten into it. It's why Mark's gotten into it. And when you focus on a place of service, the other stuff takes care of itself. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, we said a lot in this episode. You do, I can keep going, man. You got sales. What? Let's talk. Let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're in John's uh, like fantasy land right now. I love <laughs> this shit. You should love this too. This is the path to how you get paid what you worth. Yeah. I mean, it really is. It so, is. Um, so go back, you know, if you're a fit pro, go back and listen to this. You know, I hope you were taking notes. You're probably not. So go back and take some notes. And, uh, you know, it's, there's so many nuances to this, but at the end of the day, we're here to serve people. We're here to help. We're here to provide a solution to help people get better. And, uh, and that's what John and I do as well. You know, I do it for my clients. We do it for our coaching clients. So if you're a fit pro and you need some help, you know, reach out. Super happy to help you. We got things, we got programs, we got a, ooh, we got a boot camp coming up soon. Um, so if you're in our, if you're in our Facebook group, you're going to see some promotion about that. And uh, yeah, so there we go. Good stuff. We need, we need more Mike stories. So you just dig in in the vault. Dude, there's we'll, a way. Uh, those are just two of them. There's a lot of them. <laughs> 
<laughs> Those are just the two best ones I can think of. So, but once again, hope you enjoyed the episode. And as always, don't forget to go get what you're worth. Yeah. Damn good show. Damn good. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you found value and entertainment in our content. Listen, we love helping fit pros get paid what they're worth, and we have something we would love for you to take advantage of. Absolutely. So go to fitprocollective.com forward slash bootcamp to download our free business bootcamp on taking your training business online. This is no BS sales pitch. This is actual strategies that you can implement right now to move your business forward. Finally, again, if you liked what you heard, please subscribe and review. Let us know what you think. Thanks again for listening to Real Talk with Real Fit Pros, where we help fit pros what? Get what they're worth. Yeah.